I've been going to the gym. I was talking to your trainer. There's been murmur around the, the studio that, yeah. you know, you're really not going in as often as you should. And I wanted to just relay it to the people at home. I feel like you're putting out this persona like you're lifting all the time. And, you know, they're just telling me that, that that's just from the top. It's crazy because you must have talked to them this past week. And the reason I didn't go to the gym is because I was actually at Adobe Max. Oh, okay. Bandcamp. Yeah, so you I were back from Bandcamp. I feel like that's a pretty good reason for not going to the gym. I will say, Did though, you work out while you were there? Yes, I did. Of course, at the sh really shitty JW Marriott <laughs> Hotel gym. I will say, I dude, I worked out once. I worked out Monday, uh, right? These days start off really early. They got you eating breakfast at like 7:30. I couldn't have went then. Exactly. I would have just been asleep for yeah. the whole thing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 83 of the 505 podcast. I'm feeling a 98. Uh, out of the, out of calling the your shot. Yeah, I'm calling Babe my Ruth? shot. So I'm gonna move this over. Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on in my in my peripheral, yeah. but that's gonna be. Whoa! A loop. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Was that there before or no? Probably. I, I do will we, say. Do we give it the benefit of the doubt? Because so, I don't know. So, I really don't on that one. So here's the thing. Huh. For sure in the nines, yeah. there was a slight hesitation from the catch yes. to the open, but yeah. in the nines nonetheless. Thanks. I'll give it a nine one. All right. Should I, should I attempt to give do it the to same? Me. Give it to me. Oh. Oh, dude. Not even close. Wait, hold on. You got to open it. Oh, though. shit. <laughs> <laughs> dense city. Oh, just on dense. On both sides. Dense all over the can. God, dude. Did we go to the moon, but though? I think it's, it's like a gymnastics thing where it's, um, you know, you the harder were, you try. Exactly. So we're going to give you up to, you know, close as a five as we can. Four, two. You know, welcome. Let's go. Kiyama, Let's go. We got. I'm already so bad at these, but I'll try the flip, too, since you guys are doing it. Oh. oh, oh my God. Just look at that. Uh, Dude, I'm just, yeah, just all over the couch. I didn't even finish the crack. Yeah, just, NA. just an N.A. Big didn't, NA. didn't deserve it. Big N.A. in the corner. Dude, I really appreciate you filling up this mason jar for me, but I don't know if you have seen this. I'm drinking a gallon a day for the viewers at home. I'm, um, I'm past the you've got this and I'm almost at the halfway there. Hmm. Yeah, I've been, I've been going to the gym. I was talking to your trainer. And there's, oh, been, you? there's been murmur around the, the, the studio that, yeah. you know, you're really not going in as often as you should. And I wanted to just relay it to the people at home because uh, well, I feel it, like you're putting out this persona like you're lifting all the time. And, you know, they're just telling me that, that that's just from the top. It's crazy because you must have talked to them this past week. And the reason I didn't go to the gym is because I was actually I was actually at Adobe Max. Oh, OK. Bandcamp. Yeah, so you I were back from Bandcamp. I feel like that's a pretty good reason for not going to the gym. I will say, did though, you work out while you were there? Yes, I did, of course. Um, at the at the sh really shitty JW Marriott <laughs> Hotel gym, I will say, I, dude, I went in. I worked out once. I worked out Monday, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. These days start off really early. They got you eating breakfast at like seven thirty, but I couldn't have went then. Yeah, exactly. I just been asleep for yeah. the whole thing. But I go in and they have like the pull up bar yeah. machine, and like the roof is too low i think that's good design so flaw. like you couldn't even do a pull-up because you're gonna hit there's not enough room you're gonna hit your head on the roof that's not good i was uh, I, I tried to do the whole working out on the road thing it's very hard it's not as Tough. fun it's Tough. not as fun no. um you know there's just emptiness in the whole freaking gym and it's just like yeah it's just freezing cold it's yeah. like 62 degrees i'm like where who's controlling the thermostat what is up with that i don't know they they just have it in every hotel gym they're like yeah 
yeah, let me fucking turn that thing. Oh, sound effect right there. Turn that thing yeah, down. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but dude, I'm uh, I'm glad you're back. We we held down the fort for you, Rocks. We appreciate you guys being here. Um, please. Bro, the Rocks have been killing it. The Rocks really. have been crushing it. So shout out to everyone that has been liking all of our stuff. Still, dude, I, I looked at the numbers last night. Forty four percent not That's subscribed. Forty four percent are not subscribed. Go- it's going down. You're co- it's going down, but you're coming to hang out with me. Yeah, and then you're ding dong ditching the door, and you're leaving. Do you think the percentage of people not subscribed watching the videos is going up because we're going to the moon and the yes. and the numbers are going up? Yeah, the Keon has just been absolutely destroying. <laughs> you got the hot hand on reels. I don't know what it is, dude, um, but everything we're touching on reels is turning to gold. So if we could sprinkle that to TikTok and YouTube, yeah. Uh, so help us out. Subscribe, Keon. Are you gonna put out a course soon? <laughs> Yeah, on how to fucking blow up a pod. I could if I wanted to. He's working on it, dude. He's working. Speaking of courses, I actually, yeah. I'm, dude, I'm back. I'm back open. We're we're open for business, dude. You you kind of cap. I'm not gonna lie. You're saying this is the last time it's gonna be open, and then you reopen it no, again. Well, listen, dude. Here's the thing. Okay, it was tax season. <laughs> you know, un- Uncle Sam called, and yeah, he just destroyed my whole bank account. So we had to re we had to re back. No open. warning. Yeah, no warning, dude. He just called out of the thin of the night, and I wake up and I'm like, that's fucking crazy because that wasn't gone yeah. when I went to bed last night. <laughs> Is it uh, actually tax season? Because I've never done taxes. Is that something I should be doing right now? You have to. You have to. You have to <laughs> is that a right now well, thing? You, you have to make us. You have to make a certain amount of money before you. Yeah, I think like, I'm good on that. Yeah, I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it was like October 15th, I believe, was the deadline. Because California, dude, California is all confused. This is insane. So tax season normally is in October, but uh, no, it's normally in April. Yeah, it's normally in April, but they got bored and they were like, "There's a flood." I mean, I haven't seen any floods outside, so it's been, it's sunny in 75. I don't know what's going on in the capital right now, but they're apparently flooding and they just were like, we're just going to move it around. Is that really the reason? I swear to God, it was because of a flooding problem. Just print more money. Seems like hocus pocus. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. Can we just print some more stuff? But I've been, um, I've been going, 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 dude. I haven't felt like I had like a chance to, to breathe. I have my suitcase in my room. I did unpack it though. Remember I told you I wasn't unpacking them. I was just leaving it and then doing the laundry weeks later. I unpacked this time. So I have a suitcase that is fresh in there that needs to be packed in in like an hour nice um so we're gonna pack that suitcase up. Yeah, where are you going we have a we have a pachanga uh thing today so the players are gonna have like an open practice at pachanga so okay. the public can come what is pachanga uh, i believe it's a casino i think okay. i think you're gonna gamble no absolutely not <laughs> i'm gonna keep i i had um dude, i had this i went to I th- vegas the other day dude i almost sat down i almost got me i was in a casino right we were we were staying at the Oh shit, where were we at? Oh my god, I'm totally blanking. We're at the Wynn. Okay. I'm walking through the Wynn Great Casino. Hotel. Good hotel, dude. I'm walking through the Wynn Casino. And I just get a little itch. You yeah. know, just a little itch to sit down at that at that fucking blackjack table. And I I was stand. I, I was stood. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Nice. I don't need to lose this yeah. money. I'm just gonna come home a baller, you know, and we're gonna double it another way. Well, honestly, I feel like if you would have bet and won, you could have just that could have been your taxes money. I needed a lot more tax. <laughs> <laughs> we would need to win a couple hands. We would need, yeah, we would have needed to win a few, but we've been too. We've been cooking. We, uh, I, I feel like the first preseason games, like for the team, how they're kind of getting their rhythm. It's the same shit. Like, yeah. dude, I come back into crypto. They've completely renovated the media area. It's oh, really? Totally different. It's crazy. It's been the same for you know, ever since they opened the arena, ever since Staples was a thing. Yeah. So they've completely changed the media area, made it a lot smaller, and they've added uh, suites. I mean, smaller. Smaller, which is crazy because 
we didn't have uh, uh, we don't we don't have less people <laughs> wasn't too big to start yeah, there's with. not less people so that's kind of a that's a little bit of an issue but they they made like these suites now i don't know if you've ever seen um at sacramento or like oklahoma city sometimes they'll put a camera down low and when the team's running out like the fans will be able to like high five them yes and so they've done the same thing kind of at crypto oh nice so it's like a little sweet area kind of situation but i don't know how it's going to work because the players still run out the opposite tunnel so interesting. I don't know where that is going to play or if it's just, yeah, I haven't, I haven't get to see it yet. So I, I like walked by it briefly, but I had to go somewhere. Um, updates to come. Updates to come. <laughs> I will let you guys know what the, what the situation is with that. Um, How's the team looking by the way? We're looking amazing. Yeah. We look good. Uh, is this chem- a ship year? Chemistry is flying. I don't ever want to jinx anything, but we look good. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited. I think from, from covering the team for five seasons, this is the most chemistry early on that I've I've seen documenting mm. it, which is pretty cool. Um, and I feel like it's the continuity from last year. We have a lot of, yeah. we have like what, six or seven of the same people. Uh, so I feel like that chemistry is really formed over the summer. They worked out all summer and dude, I'm feeling lucky. I'm feeling lucky. I'm getting good clips and I'm like, oh, let's go. Let's see what, uh, what what's going to happen. I think next Tuesday officially starts. And then it's okay. just go, 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 go. When you guys played Milwaukee the mm-hmm. last, it was like a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Was that at Crypto? Yeah, that was at Crypto. Were you there? No, I wasn't there. I was, I was going to ask you how Giannis and uh, Damian Lillard look. Apparently they look good from the tweets that I saw. Um, but yeah, I'm excited, dude. I think uh, I think this year is going to be fun and I can't wait. I've also been, dude, I've been been rocking with our our new cards so oh yeah if you if you haven't you should go check them out in the description because it really does help us out a lot and that's a way that you can directly support the boys totally um so we got we got some lexar cards i I use personally use the first link i use the 128 you think my phone uh thing's on that's good i use the 128 v90s um and those are my those are my go-tos and the reason if you go look at these cards there's kind of like different capabilities for each different one so you have like v60s or a little little rock you know kind of card yeah there's v90s bigger rock you can shoot like 4k 60 on those cards um so kind of a a different card for every kind of different budget there's something that i didn't realize when getting into memory cards is like you need a certain read and write speed and a certain type of card to be able to like unlock your camera's full potential. So like my Sony can shoot um, 4K 120, but I need a like CF Express type A card to be able to do that just because since it's like such high quality, if you don't have the right card, you're not able to unlock that power of your camera. Um, But yeah, you can get like the V60, which is 256 gigabytes for only a hundred bucks, which is great. Steel. The V90 128 gig is 300 megabyte read and write speed, 156 bucks. I'm practically giving it to you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then the CF Express Type A is 320 gigs, 900 megabyte read and write speed, and that's 480 bucks. And it, uh, with our link, you get $100 like savings on B&H. And I was thinking about this. I was like, before I was using the, this CF Express Type A card, I was using a different one, and it was about the same price. But the one I'm using is only 128 gigs, so you're literally getting like close to three times the amount of space for the same price you would if you're using another company. So that's why we really fuck with Lexar because not only are they amazing cards, but they're like the most affordable, great cards on the market. Come on, dude, lock in. You, I've been I've been using you've been the, using them at Monarch, dude. Been using them at Monarch and. It's interesting because 
I finally, Keon, you'll like this. I finally used the ZVE one because I had unboxed it, but I hadn't used it yet. To a paperweight. Exactly. hanging out. And I was kind of nervous because I was like just using a new camera and I didn't know about like the, um, the time limit if there was one because um, I was filming like an interview podcast type of thing at the gym. And midway through, what's nice about the ZVE one is like it lights up red kind of like the... Um, FX3. FX3. So that's nice. So I was looking over because I was shooting on like my A1 and then I had a second angle with the ZVE1 and I look over and the red light, it turns off and I was like, oh my God, it like cut out. Like what the heck happened? I thought the battery died. It turns out that it overheated because the sensitivity wasn't set to high. Um, and I was like, oh my God, is like the footage going to be okay? And dude, because <laughs> I had my Lexar dude, cards, come the on. footage was all good. Locked in. Thank yeah. God. Thank God we, we kept all that stuff safe. Yeah. So Lexar cards are great. Use the link in the bio. It helps out the show. Dude, and support and I, the boys. I'm glad you're back. So tell me, tell me about Bandcamp. Okay. What, what did you, what'd you learn? What'd you see? How long were you there for? I was there from, I checked in to the hotel on Sunday night. And then I was there, I came home Wednesday night. Um, the conference was from Monday to Thursday, um, but there wasn't much going on Thursday. So I decided to just like drive home because I was just downtown LA. I was like, you know what? I want to sleep in my own bed. So went there. It was really cool though. I was honestly surprised that Adobe reached out to me to want to work with me. And me too. I, I was... <laughs> <laughs> Again, with the list thing, I, I keep wondering how I keep getting pumped off these lists. I'm like, I'm yeah. sitting here waiting for some emails and some calls. Um, but yeah, just not, I've not. I got one though. I got one. You, Dude, this is all from the Rock Nation. What'd you get? They got me Clark's shoes, dude. Oh. Clark's shoes hit your boy. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, so we're going to make something You're for doing him. a little brand deal? Yeah, this is a fr I'm new to this whole thing. Nice. So is there any, you got any tips for me? Is there anything I need to know? You know, I would say... <laughs> it's really important to partner with brands that like you actually use, yes. you know, but you've been rocking your Clarks every, for a minute. Every day, <laughs> you know, every day I, I can be seen yeah. on the streets of Santa Monica yeah. in these Clark shoes. Dude. And so I'm, I'm just stoked, yeah. you know, really, if it, I want to go to yeah. Disneyland with them. <laughs> exactly, <dude. laughs> um, no, that's honestly super dope. And um, I would give you tips, but I'm going to save that for how to execute a brand deal okay. on another okay. podcast. Okay episode so mm. tune in for that you know wait for that one i'll be there um but what i will say is like it's really dope like got to go to a sony event now i got to get invited to this adobe max conference i feel like they're noticing your boy dude. that's what i'm saying come dude. on they're liking the stuff yeah did it feel good to be around these other creative people that are also in our space did you get to talk to a lot of people that are doing similar stuff yeah i got to connect with like some really cool creators um and similar to like the sony event like just being around these creators makes you want to create more and some of the stuff that they were talking about, you're like, oh, I really want to try that out and start creating, which we're going to talk about. I had a little bit of imposter syndrome though. I was like, man, like I know that I make like videos on the internet and have this like really, 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 really sick podcast, <laughs> but like, which we do edit in Adobe Premiere. Um, but but it, it, you know, still it's like, it's my first time getting invited to that. So um, it was cool. And I, as I'm there, I'm like, I, I'm literally like being paid to create content and attend this event for free. Like the fact that this is my job is crazy and it makes me want to work even harder um, to make those kinds of things feel like 
not so out of the norm. It's like, yeah, dude, this is my fucking life. This is what we do. Do these every every week. Exactly. Come here every week. Um, what are so it, it's a lot of a lot of seminars, right? Yeah. So basically, the way it works is like the first day they have the keynote and they talk about all the updates that are coming to all of like the programs within Adobe, and then that keynote's about two hours. Then there's just like different speakers that you can go. It's it's held at the um, LA Convention Center, so there's a bunch of different rooms. Um, you can pick and choose what you want to do. And the cool thing about Adobe is like people come who are photographers, videographers, illustrators, graphic designers, you name it. So they have like workshops and speakers come that can talk about all sorts of different stuff. So you kind of get to pick and choose what you want to go to. And then they have like a main floor where there's, you know, different camera companies that are there and a bunch of different like booths that are set up, which is really cool. And someone who had a booth was Chris Doe, the future. Our boy. And what I didn't realize was most of those videos that you see of him doing the uh, like the talks in front of people like are at Adobe Max. No yeah. way. Yeah. So they filmed like the couple ones that I sat in on and I think they're going to put them out on the YouTube channel, which and would be really a, cool. Put a bunch of content yeah. out from that. Wow. Okay. And I got Super to meet him. And if you guys don't know who Chris Doe is, me and Braden like absolutely love him. He's an incredible graphic designer but he gives away so much free game on like how to run your business as a creator. And I feel like a lot of stuff that we've learned, yeah. um, we've learned from him. Mm -hmm. So definitely go check out the future if you haven't. Um, but that was really cool, like getting to meet him. I got to see him talk live or speak live. Okay, what was a few takeaways from his speech? Is there anything that you can give back? You were like, oh, that really hit me during the moment. He was just talking about really leaning into what makes you unique. Um, and he was saying how like a lot of times you can think of things that make you unique as, um, what's the word, uh, like in a disadvantage. So trying to reframe your thinking as to like, how can I take what I think is a disadvantage and make it into like my superpower or my advantage that makes me stand out and build my personal brand that way. A lot of what he talks about is personal brand. So it was really, really cool. And he's, yeah, he's Mr. Personal Brand, dude. Dude, he is. And I think as as this these next few years kind of go on, I think it's going to be so important to try to differentiate yourself from the work that you do, dude. Yeah. Like I look at, um, I just look at where I think media is shifting and it's shifting towards like authenticity, mm -hmm. which it should have been already, but yeah. it's shifting more towards, I think we're seeing like less crazy produced stuff is yeah. doing amazing. It's more like, okay, like, do I like this person, them specifically? Yeah. And then I'll go check out their work, yes. you know? So it's, I think, uh, you need to begin to think if like, you know, if your work, which I used to do, my work used to only be the videos that I was creating, but it doesn't put a face to the name. And yeah. so try to think about how you can show a little bit of that personality, whether you're a designer or whether you're, you know, an illustrator, or whatever, because I think you don't have to necessarily talk to the camera, but you can use your stories to be a yes. touch point with people that are following you. And so they could learn like, oh, dude, Kostas loves to, you know, be kind of fit sometimes. And <laughs> super they'll, fit. they'll learn. He's, kind like, of, he's like really in shape. Kind of fit sometimes. And they'll learn like he's trying. And that's what's <laughs> super important is that there's effort there. You know, there's there's some try. You wouldn't believe, Brayden, <laughs> the amount of DMs I've gotten from people saying that they've started their fitness journey because of me. Dude, I... Uh, <laughs> I am. Uh, I applaud you for that. Yeah. And, I, and I'm really glad yeah. that, you know, there's always room for someone at the bottom to start. <laughs> you know, there's always room there. <laughs> but Is it one day or day one? The, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dog. It's day one. Come on. You know, but um, I also, I also noticed, dude, like 
the features that I'm seeing on Twitter were crazy, yes. bro. They, yeah. On X, sorry. X. Yeah. Um, on the Bird app. They're crazy. I was seeing, bird app. you know, I, I also saw you You were talking about potentially our last episode. You're like, I might be switching to DaVinci after going to the yeah. summit. Are, is your opinion kind of changed? You know, I think what I'll use DaVinci for is, and this is also so funny, because Keon, as I'm at Adobe Max, decides to put out a pod clip Being of paid. us talking about DaVinci versus Premiere and how DaVinci is so much better. And I'm getting paid to be at Adobe. And this fucking clip goes like not crazy viral but we getting views yeah, like we get I think some views it, like, on it i think got like 50k or like 100k <laughs> and i'm like dude if they see this this is not good but i was like you know what fuck it rip it because we stay authentic you we know stay authentic we're not lying dude i'm not lying you're telling the people what you're gonna try even though i'm getting paid by one dude yeah. i'm still gonna be honest so what I keep getting, I would say in my DMs, it's like a 70-30 split from mm -hmm. Resolve to Premiere or Resolve yeah. and Final Cut to Premiere. Yeah. Uh, do you think that in these next few months that it's something where you would go, okay, as I've decided, I am not going to switch my workflow over to it, Sure. but I could be convinced to do color in it. That's uh, what I'm going to that, think. That's only my, that's like, I just don't do, yeah. here's the thing. I've spent 10 years in a software. Yeah. I can, I can literally do it blindfolded. Yeah. Chloe will call me with questions about her stuff yeah. and I can literally tell her where everything's at in my brain because totally. I've just used it so many yeah. times. But do you think you're going to, you think you're going to swap over what's kind of your opinion now? I'm in the same boat as you. I think my workflow is going to stay in premiere and for like, honestly, probably for the stuff that I do for Monarch or social media stuff. I'll probably still color in Premiere because it looks good if you just shoot S-Log3 and use Sam Newton's uh, finishing lust. They're great. <laughs> Come on. Uh, shout out, Sam. Shout out, Sammy boy. I think, though, for like the music video that I shot with Keon or maybe like bigger projects um, or stuff that I just really kind of want to dial in the color on, I'll probably do in DaVinci. I don't see myself switching my workflow to DaVinci, but I could see myself um, color a lot more in DaVinci because after trying it out in um, or with the music video, I was like, man, it just is, it's easier to color grade and you get, you get literally more colors out of it. Yeah. So that'll be cool. I will say though, hmm. dude, being here and seeing these people talk on these stages kind of made me want to get into public speaking. We got to get on stage. We got to get on stage. How do we get bro? this to like 10,000 people in an auditorium? Dude, I don't know. But it's gonna happen. It's gonna start. We're starting small with our rocks. Dude. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get this group to where we got just an army yeah. across the world. Um, dude, shout out to you guys though. Seriously, it uh, means a lot to us when we see you guys liking the stuff, commenting, and helping. You know, Keon get fed. We we've upgraded him. He's not at an Air One membership yet. He's we're getting it. We're at Trader Joe's still. But we're gonna work up to get to Ralph's and then yeah. we'll try to get him into maybe yeah. Whole Foods and we'll kinda like keep climbing. Exactly. Keep climbing that ladder. But what are um with these keynotes, what would you feel like the was the one thing that popped out to you the most of you that you were most excited for? There's something that popped out. It's hard to pick one okay. because there's honestly a ton. And the way it works is like the first keynote that talks about all the updates, and then the last keynote is the things that um, the engineers are working on that they're going to bring to market probably within the next like year or two. And those are like even crazier. Some of these things you see them do these demos and you're like, 
I didn't even know that was fucking possible. Dude, so I see I see in Photoshop. I'm not even a Photoshop guy. Yeah. Okay, I'm a little scared of Photoshop. A little yeah. scary. A little scary for your boy. Dude, come on. Hop in, dude. I, the I'm water's a, warm. I'm a little baby. scared. A little scared of Photoshop. But what I did see was generative fill. And for those that don't know what that is, essentially, if like if we took an image of this podcast and you guys yeah. saw Keon, if you saw this clip the other day, he used generative fill to essentially move the top portion of our pod and the bottom portion and the sides and kind of expand our set a yeah. little bit. And so you can kind of pick out pieces of an image that you might not want or you might want to change and you can change it in Photoshop. And so I saw I saw some crazy stuff with generative fill. So essentially what Costas was showing me is we had a photo, right? Mm-hmm. And say, say this photo had like a, a guy and in the background it had some people that we might want to remove, you know? Yeah. And so what it did was it literally makes a mask with a, a red mask and it, it's so good at copying out the person yeah. and then saying, this is the background, this is the person, these are other objects. Do you yeah. want to remove these? And dude, they literally literally in seconds instead of having to use that stupid clone stamp which yeah. i've done in the past and you have to go little section by section takes you a thousand different little clone stamps yeah. it just selects it instantaneously yeah and so like i i don't know i feel like in this next few years our workflow uh speed people are gonna be able to make more money because they're gonna have so much more time back what you're talking about mm-hmm. is part of uh, Adobe Sneaks, which is that stuff that's not quite out yet. Oh, so that's not out yet. No, but that's something that they're working on. We're going to talk about that um, later on. Okay. But as far as like generative fill, mm-hmm. it's crazy because like the demos they were doing, like the generative fill has been out and I've been playing around with it. Um, but some of the stuff they were doing is just really impressive. And this graphic designer was up there and she's like, I'm doing, I'm making all this stuff in Photoshop which would normally take me hours between the clone stamp and blending and all these layers. And it would just take me hours. And she's doing this in like five to 10 minutes on a demo. And like you were saying, it saves them so much time. And it's incredible. Like the con- uh, the contextual taskbar, it makes performing tasks in Photoshop like so much easier. Um, and some some of the ways that I've been using it is like when I create the thumbnails for our podcast, right? We have the image in the middle. Um, and then you can just like expand it on the sides and the bottom and then blend it. And or like for an Instagram reel cover, um, because it's like vertical. And sometimes if you're using a horizontal photo, like you can expand on top and bottom and it's so good. And so my question to the rocks is like, I want to know how you guys have been using it. If you've dove into using generative fill, if you guys use Photoshop and how you guys have been using it. But one of the really cool things that they um, are, are updating in Photoshop is adjustment presets. So because I don't use Photoshop uh, as much as like Lightroom. You said the water was warm. You know, I've- Lukewarm? Dude, lukewarm. Okay. I'm, 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 making okay. Our, I'm making our thumbnails, I'm just dude. making sure. I'm making our thumbnails. <laughs> I, was just, I was just confirming. Um, so they brought uh, adjustment presets. So it's very similar to how there's, you know, LUTs for Premiere or Lightroom presets. I guess they didn't have this in Photoshop. So now you can make a look in Photoshop and, you know, make all of your changes and then put like a look on top of that. Um, kind of like you do a LUT or a photo preset, which is really cool. And I guess that didn't exist in Photoshop. So I saw in, in Lightroom, on the contrary, where I do spend a tiny bit of time, yeah. um, they, they had something that would change essentially like the, the aperture of what this yeah. photo was shot at. And so hypothetical, right? And tell me if I get this right. If it's at F5.6 mm-hmm. and I want to make sure the background is blurry, yeah. I can fake like it was at F1.8 and it'll make it smooth and creamy. Yeah. So... This is very similar to what Apple does with like the cinematic mode. You know how when you film a regular video on the iPhone, 
um everything's in focus everything's in focus yeah. right but when you go to cinematic mode they fake like mm -hmm. the blurry background and the bokeh very similar to that in lightroom and it's called lens blur so basically like even if you did shoot whatever photo you shoot you can make it so that like it detects what the subject is and what the background is and then it makes the background blurrier you can choose how your bokeh looks it's really crazy and i was thinking about how like okay if you're using a lens or you're deciding which lens you want to buy and low light isn't like too much of an issue for you, like go with the F4 because then in, in Lightroom, you can then just use this lens blur effect and make the background a little bit blurrier and it's really, really good. And so, I don't know, man, like these things save you time, but they also make your images look way better. And what's crazy is that this is like the first iteration of this um, of this feature. And all of these updates and, and new features that they're bringing are like the worst that they're gonna be, but they're still really fucking good. Yeah, so it's, it's crazy to think like how good this stuff's gonna be in, in five, 10 years. I feel like a, a caveman just editing with my camera and my laptop now. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what? I gotta have 27 AI softwares that need to help me. I, it, do you feel like it's a little overwhelming? Um. With just AI, like that buzzword that we keep hearing. I think what's crazy is like, I sat through a full two hour keynote where they're throwing all these new things at you and I'm like, oh my God, there's like so much out there. And the reality of it is that I'm not gonna be using everything. So there's like maybe two or three features that I'm like, okay, I could see myself using that. Let me forget about the rest. I don't even use Illustrator. So like, it's cool to see, but like, I'm not going to be using those features. What I also really appreciate that Adobe does is they make it so easy to integrate. It's like a one button thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, there, yeah. it's like, you just go over to the effects bar, you hit lens blur and you move a little slider and it, they make it really easy to use. It's not super complicated. Um, and then a few other things that they have in Lightroom um, is the denoise, which this is something I was using with my concert photography when I was really touring. The low light, you get a lot of noise. You know, you bump your ISO up pretty high. These clubs are pretty dark and it's just AI generated, you know, um, denoising. And this is something that like you could do manually with masking and all that kind of stuff. But again, like the AI just makes it so much quicker. It's just at the click of a button and then you choose how much you want to denoise it by. Yeah, and I, I think that with uh, what we saw with your video, dude, like denoise, the AI denoise thing, it's crazy yeah. how much it can help and it can really save our asses, Yeah, you know? Like we we found some, some tips and tricks through Adobe that I think you guys are gonna be using. If you're slightly soft on a video, we can yeah. still bring it back. Yeah, no, crazy. <laughs> Which is insane. Yeah, so a few more things in Lightroom. There's this new AI masking. So this existed before where you could like select the sky or select a subject or an object. And it does a pretty good job of like figuring out what like a person is and like really masking out that person. Now they're taking it a step further where it's like, facial hair or eyes or nose or ears it's like super uh specific and that's even crazier because like like if you're dealing with hair it's not like a solid object if that like there's stray hairs yeah. and stuff oh, and the so flyaways. yeah so it it can 
um, decipher what like specific hair is or what a specific body part is on a subject and then you can really dial in your editing that way i feel like designers are gonna eat that up because yep. i'm sure for the jersey cutouts they have to do oh. oh my god i bet that takes 27 years with the flyaway hairs yeah especially if you're doing like volleyball or something yes just flyaways if yeah. you're doing picture day you got to get those like photoshopped out that's crazy or like it's got to help a lot or like a player getting traded to a new team oh, totally. and then you switch the new yeah, jersey on. Just instantaneously. Um, so then a really cool thing that's also in Lightroom is adaptive point color. Now, so this is what it is. You can select like a color and then you can select the hue of it and you can really manipulate it. But it also works for masking. So I watched a video on this after the fact and they showed a firefighter who's standing right by a fire truck. Now, because of the way the lighting was, some of the red from the fire truck was hitting the guy's face. So now you can select his face and, um, and you can change the red that spilled on his face without affecting the red of the fire truck. So you can really dial in your edits and that wasn't, I guess, um, a thing before and it's called adaptive point color and it just seems really sick and something that I could really see myself using especially like in concerts right like you see the lighting hit these artists and sometimes like the white balance is all off and like you know maybe the colors of like the club look fine but the person looks kind of off so now you can really dial it in with masking that's so nice yeah. it's gonna make everything just so much easier yeah and then a few other things um, that we won't go into too much detail but there's content aware remove adaptive portrait presets um, content credentials and hdr optimization so content credentials is going to be the thing where it'll track like if i posted yes. something that's really cool so this is really interesting too. more of that dude yeah i feel like we we i feel like we need an id on yeah. our stuff totally you know because i see it every day Anything that I post from the Lakers gets immediately ripped and posted on 49 other media channels. And they're making ad revenue off of that stuff, which doesn't yeah. feel right. You shouldn't be able to like post the video that I made for the Lakers or something and then yeah. make a cut. Like that just doesn't make any sense to me. You don't own the video. Exactly. I'm not sure exactly how it works with like taking screenshots. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're like, they're just rolling out mm -hmm. this, this feature. But something else that I was thinking about is, you know, someone like LeBron. Okay. He's not really tagging photographers on Instagram, right? Okay, okay. But if I was to, let's say I took a photo of LeBron and I edit it in Lightroom. Okay. Or Photoshop. I can upload that photo to content credentials and like uh, the Adobe cloud. And now it's known that I'm the one who took that photo and it tells what um, changes were made like um, oh if you photoshopped like, like, anything like overviews of your edits not like specific stuff but oh, okay. like what you changed and um, I believe it works with Instagram I'm not sure 100% but there's some social medias that it does work with where like if LeBron posted that photo you could see that I was actually the one who took that photo without him tagging me. I wonder if I they'll. Think. I wonder if they'll integrate that with like Getty because those photographers sure. are taking a million photos yeah. a year and they're all being uploaded. And like I saw, there's a there's a designer. His name is I think Cole C O L E. He posts like pretty cool designs. Yeah. But he he used to not tag the photographers, and yeah. so he was fucking stealing yeah. these people's photos, 
changing them a little bit, yeah. putting a little design and then not crediting yeah. the photographers. He since has, I've noticed because the whole internet yeah. like freaked out when they found out that he was doing that. Um, but it, it's so wild. I'm like, you know, what is that line drawing of like stealing? Yeah. But then the, but crediting at yeah. the same time, it's, it's very interesting. Yeah. The content credential stuff, it's a little bit confusing. I'm still not like a hundred percent sure how it works. I just know that it's going to give artists proper credit um, for their work, which I think is like super important and something that we really struggle with in a lot of different avenues. Like even just the simple, like getting tagged on Instagram by an artist, by an athlete, whoever it may be, or like a company that uses yeah. your photo to make like a poster. You know what I'm saying? Like you get credit for that original image, um, even if it's like manipulated in other ways in the future which is really cool. Moving on to Illustrator. Now this is not a program that I use, but there was still some pretty cool stuff. So one thing is you can find out what font was used in like a random photo. So let's say you pull an image from Google, whatever, or Pinterest, and you're like, I really like that font. You can bring it into Illustrator and it will tell you what font that is. And, it, and then it will also recommend other fonts that are like similar to that. Oh, that's going to be so helpful. Yeah. Choosing a font is hard. Yeah. That's nice, yeah. dude. So that was really cool. Um, it also then you have a retype feature. So like you can choose the font. It'll tell you what font that is. And then you can just like delete that original word and start typing whatever you want. In Illustrator. In that, in that, yeah. In the, in the original font, which is really crazy. Um, the fact that you're able to skip all of the steps in my brain of like, yes. okay, mask this. This is layer one, two, three, four. Take out layer four. Yeah. And you're just... Yeah. It saves you so much time. Wow. Um, so another thing is generative recolor, which is you can type a text prompt, for example, like strawberry fields or faded emeralds or terracotta desert and you can see custom color schemes of what you just typed so you can then like go adjust the colors even more but it gives you like three or four or five colors within that um, text prompt that you said and so now you have a working base of like let's say you wanted like super neon colors or um, you know really or like just primary colors or whatever it'll give you that and then you can adjust them even more. But again, it's like a tool that saves you a ton of time. Wow. The craziest one that I thought in Illustrator was the style picker yeah. situation. And yes. so I could have like a Miami Vice photo on yeah. the left and I could have just a picture of, uh, you know, of this podcast set yes. on the right. And I could click the style picker yeah. and it'll make our podcast set look like Miami Vice. Which dude? How's that even? A th how, how do they even make that? I have no idea. AI. That's just the answer for everything now. <laughs> That's just what I say. AI. It's just there. <laughs> it's doing its thing. Yeah, it's crazy. Like you can literally just like take the aesthetic of something that you want or you're inspired by and bring it into your own work. God, we have it's we, crazy. We have a big topic on that here at the end, but our our big uh, big hitter here, Premiere Pro. Lots of stuff coming to Premiere. Bro, we were playing with this last night and it like blew our minds. So so this is a this is actually available to you right now in the beta, all right? Correct? Yeah. So I was actually confused because they, you know, recently put out like the twenty twenty four Premiere Pro. And me and Brayden were trying to figure out how to do it. A lot of these things aren't in like the actual apps or in the beta versions of the app. So if you go to your creative cloud, you can download the beta versions. Um but yeah, so the first one is text-based editing. Now this is interesting because this is great for maybe something like a podcast, Keon making clips, um, 
or if you're doing an interview, you can literally edit the video just from the text as if you're in like a Word document. You can copy and paste, it, like you can search for words. So let's say someone was talking about Sony, right? Or Canon, we can, we can oh search God. that we can search that word and Premiere automatically transcribes every video clip as soon as you bring it into the program. So you can search, like, let's say you're doing an interview and it's a 20 long minute interview, but you remember them talking about something specific. Let's say LeBron, he talked about like being in year, whatever, 2021. 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a 20 minute long interview of LeBron, but I need to find that specific clip. You just type in year 20 or year 21 or Lakers and it'll bring up, it highlights every time he talks about that. So it like speeds up your workflow tremendously. That is it's just insane. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the audio feature that we, that we figured out last night. So dude, imagine you go film an interview, you're outside, babies are screaming. It's just awful. Mm -hmm. You can make it sound like a podcast studio. You guys, we were trying this out last night. Unbelievable. And you want to be careful because if you, you can do from level zero to level 10. And if you take it all the way to level 10, it sounds as if the, you have a low pass filter mm. on it. It sounds almost underwater. But man, if you put it in like the middle, do like five to sweet six. Spot? <sighs> oh my God. It sounds like you're it, like you recorded the audio in a professional studio. Even this pod, um, it's a little echoey in this room. And it, yeah, I mean, we have, it's like a pretty large room. It's like the living room, dining room and kitchen. And we have hardwood floors. It's just a big space, not ideal for a podcast. But we're going to sound yeah. insane using this beta tonight. So if you, if you notice it, <laughs> shout out Premiere. Yeah. <laughs> shout out Premiere. Um, but yeah, really, really cool things. Oh, one other thing with the text-based editing, you can um, type in filler words and just delete them all. So you can get rid of all ums and likes like. and pauses. Well, dude, some guy was just crying the other day about someone saying like in our DMs. And like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, what do you want me to do? You want me to coach this fucking guy before he comes on the pod? Yeah. I'm like, actually sit down. Yeah. And if you say like, you're going to have to leave. Yeah, literally. Okay. Well, well now we can get it done yeah. for you. So no more tears. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're going <laughs> to yeah. be good. Yeah. <laughs> dude, Firefly. What's going on with Firefly? Okay. What even is Firefly? You know, I'm not really sure. And it's not an app. It's like a website. Um, so basically... I believe Firefly and Adobe Express are, you can access them through uh, the internet. Um, it's not actually an app, but basically um, Firefly has text to, to template. So this is like really good for creating graphics. Let's say, okay, our good buddy Chase, right? He made a, a, a flyer for his birthday, right? You can go into Firefly, you can text, or you can type in what kind of template you want, birthday message that is beach themed, and it'll give you like four different options for templates that you can then go in and edit that all are beach themed. It's really cool. Um, I feel like the AI gives you like a great starting point and it saves you a lot of time. So people who aren't graphic designers can create something that looks super professionally done just using the power of AI. It's crazy. So ridiculous. Um, and then what's also crazy is it can then translate your project into 40 different languages, <laughs> which is nuts. Dude, I mean, we're going to be the biggest Spanish <laughs> podcast. Oh, yeah. There is. Like, yeah. I, I mean... I don't know if we told Key on this yet, but next week we start the rollout in, <laughs> in Latin America yeah. and we're, we're coming to take the throne. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like there's what, seven, eight billion people in the world. Yeah. And I feel like we're not know, hitting enough with just English, dude. We're not hitting enough. We need to be in, we need to be in Spanish, French, yeah. 
all the languages. All of them, dude. 40. Yeah, get get us in all these languages. <laughs> Could you? I mean, dude, think about that too. Just Mr. Beast is doing that for all those channels and I'm yeah. sure it's a godforsakenly high amount of money. That, oh, I can't even imagine how that much That he has spending. to pay yeah. to, to translate all of those things. And you could potentially just have a team of three or four, but yeah. you're the Spanish team. Okay. Yeah. Edit all this content, make it into Spanish content, yeah. and let's repurpose it in 505 Espanol. <laughs> Unbelievable. Bienvenidos, rocks. Dude, okay. Good morning, rocks. <laughs> That's not Spanish. <laughs> what's rock? But put it into. What's rock in Spanish? Uh, look that Roca. up. Roca. I, I think it is. Can we let's look see. that up? Can we, can we check that? I should know this. Rock in Spanish. Roca. Roca. Bienvenidos, rocas. Rocas. <laughs> rocas. Hay rocas pequeñas y hay rocas, rocas grandes. Grande. <laughs> Muy grande. <laughs> For the big rocks. That's um, funny. That's funny. Anyways, those are the updates that are like now available. You can literally use those and test them out um, right now. They also gave you some some sneak peeks. Yeah, what, we, what did that stuff look like? Because I think that is the groundbreaking shit that's yeah. going to come out this next what, six to 12 months-ish, hopefully? You know, I don't know. I didn't talk to the engineers, but I do know that they're working on it um, and they will, I think, like within the next year or two. They said the next 12 months. Oh, yeah. okay. It's just quick like that on the pod. Yeah. 12 uh, months. Hey, Mr. Adobe. Yeah. But yeah, we, it's this thing called Adobe Sneaks, which was really cool. They brought out um, Adam Devine to kind of be like the comedic relief because like these engineers are like so like nerdy <laughs> that he's just like sitting in and being like oh shit that's crazy and i got to meet him after which is cool. oh, so he was just throwing up like funny banter the whole time yeah and i guess <laughs> last year kevin hart did it and um couldn't afford kevin hart again I don't think so, and I'm kind of bummed because Kevin Hart would have been really, really funny. <laughs> That's fun, though. Um, but anyways, the first one is called Project Stardust, and this is what you alluded to at the beginning of the pod. Um, you can literally like click a person or an image and move them without having to like clone the background or blend the background, like. It's really nuts. And I don't know if you're going to be, I'd assume you'd be able to do this in like Photoshop or Lightroom, but it's literally just like click the person and move them to a different part of the image. And it does it seamlessly. Like AI fills in the background. I don't know how it knows what is behind them, but it looks so good. Um, you can also remove distractions like people in the background. And it's not just like select one, delete. It's like you can literally remove all at once bro if you go to like bali for example and there's four billion tourists at one of those waterfalls Mm -hmm. see ya dude Mm -hmm. i was there by myself rented it out literally i'm here alone dude (laughs) i run this place (laughs) you're like the taj mahal there's like all those people around just zap them away that's crazy dude. yeah seriously your travel stuff is just gonna for all the travel people just gonna go through the roof you're gonna really look like you got up at 6 a.m and you can go at 7 and sleep in or let's say you're filming something let's say you're filming an interview and you forgot to like move something that you didn't want in the background like get rid of it or, or change the lamp. The vibe, The lamp wasn't the vibe. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so there's that. And then object completion, which this is what I was showing you with like the person's face being covered. And then you just click and move them away. And they 
it knows what the rest of the face looks like. What Kos is referring to is there was a photo of like four people in a row yeah. and one guy's face in the middle was halfway covered. Like so you they're, could, they're you could stacked. Only see, yeah, you can only see half of his face and they were able to just literally move him over and all you see is half this dude's face. It's just empty space and it just boom and yeah. it's back and it's his full face ears are back like everything's back it's crazy if the object or the person is being blocked you can move whatever's blocking it and it's now recognizable it's crazy I don't, like i don't know how that works i mean dude all the all, i think about all my videos of refs butts blocking my camera yeah, right? i'm just gonna be like zoom, goodbye see well, I don't, ya move I don't to the left i don't know if they have it for video quite yet okay. i think that'll be crazy this is just for photos okay okay um but yeah the day that happens oh Crazy. But they did get generative fill in video, which is mind boggling. Yeah. Mind boggling. So I, we saw a video of a, a guy with a tie and he's walking pretty fast. Dude. He's walking yeah. with his tie on and they just snap it and change it to no tie. And they can change anything and it masks and tracks it yeah. so fast. And again, you can like get rid of the background people um, and then it plays the video and you just do it to one frame and it does it to the rest of the frames. I think it's it's going to take a lot of your stuff from like a good seven to a high, yeah. you know, to high eights, like nine territory with yeah. just little tweaks of, okay, now this has great audio. Okay. Now it has less distractions. Now my frame looks prettier. Now everything's adjusted. Yeah. Um, and so you can really use, I feel like a lot of these, um, these tools to your advantage to make yeah. your stuff 27 times better. Yeah. Pretty insane. Um, okay, the next one was called Project Draw and Delight. Crazy. This one was nuts. So you can draw an image of something, like a really basic thing. This guy drew a cat. And it when I tell you it was a super basic drawing of a cat, really basic, like stick figure drawing. You then type in cat, and then it gives you like a proper, uh, a proper image and drawing of this cat and then you can like add colors to it and it you know fills it in with color with the shading and everything and it looks incredible and i was thinking and i was talking to you about this Braden, about how incredible this is going to be for storyboarding yeah treatments dude you don't have to go find and we do we we're doing this the other day finding and making a treatment is a huge pain in the ass and it takes a lot of time to source these images either make them on mid-journey or source yeah. them from pinterest it takes a day you know it takes a good like eight or ten hours now you can if you have it in your brain and you know exactly what it is and you suck at drawing like me you yeah. can literally just draw a little stick figure and it'll pop it up and like that's what i was looking for that's yeah. great and so you know your your cinematic decks yeah oh game set match dude you're gonna yeah. be able to sell your vision a lot easier now utilizing this stuff and but instead of spending, you know, way copious amounts of time trying to find the images, screw that. It's or just, a lot of money to yeah. pay somebody to do yeah. it for you. Or you're paying a designer. Yeah. Dude, no, you can just do it now. You can, you know, or designers are going to, you know, they're going to evolve and they're going to use this in their workflow. Or the designers that you do have. Is going to add it. Do it a quarter of the time. And then can work on more projects. Yeah, it's great. Crazy. Win, win, win. Okay, the next one is Project See-Through. This one was pretty crazy. I don't know if I showed you the video of this, but you can get rid of reflections in photos and it's really good, like really good. I was, I was like incredibly surprised at how good it is. And oftentimes like either you're using, you know, like a, a polarizer, is it with car photos to get yeah, rid of the reflections? Polarizer. Bro, it's like having that without having it. It's crazy. We're just, we're just going to get rid of all the filters. We're yeah. going to be able to put, yeah, that's so nuts. Yeah. The next one was Project Dub Dub Dub. Who's coming up with these names? I don't know, dude. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can take a video clip of you talking to the camera or somebody talking to the camera and you can turn it into any language 
And not only does it change the way it sounds, it changes the way the person's mouth moves. Nothing makes you more mad than when Netflix catfishes you and puts a fucking thing up there that's like in Spanish. And yeah. I'm like, this is off. Yeah. I'm like, this is literally off. And you know, like every time I'm with my dad, he's like, no, this is perfect. I'm like, dude, we're watching something that was like dubbed over. It's yeah. not the same. Exactly. It really isn't. Yeah. Like it changes everything. This is really cool though. Kind of like what you were saying, how if you have a podcast clip, if it's in English, now you can just turn it into like 40 different languages. And now you're hitting a way different market. I feel like we would be so fun in Spanish. That's what I'm saying, dude. dude Korean. Como, como Im- imagine us in Korean, dude. I, Let's start translating this thing. Couldn't get, even imagine. Where else can we go? Russian, dude? Yeah. We just have a huge Russian audience. Could be crazy. Could be lit. Could, Could be, be lit. lit. Let's get into it. Dude, Italian? I'm trying to go speak abroad, bro. That's what I'm trying to do. Instead of instead of staying here, let's go. Let's let's just start. But then we're gonna have to learn the language. Yeah. Or, dude, by that time <laughs> they're gonna have it dubbed over. So I'll just be talking in English, yeah. and it'll be. Like, we'll just hire the, a translator on the other side. It's so funny, <laughs> dude. So I I also saw this was one of the more wild ones because yeah. I pull a lot of images for my just storytelling pieces off of YouTube. Yeah. And so say I say I download this video clip and. If you do, um, I don't do this. Okay. okay? I don't do this. You want to make this clear that you I don't I want to make this. it very clear that I don't do this. Yeah. But if you were to go do this and you go to YouTube to MP4, <laughs> uh, which you shouldn't do, you know, but you could go to YouTube to MP4 and you say you download a video on accident. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it just happened to pop in. It's a 360p. Okay. Yeah. Real bad quality. Yep. Things like the size of, you know, a little tiny square. Yeah. You can literally make this thing. 1080 bro and it'll it'll pop in all the detail to the face yeah they gave an example of like an old western that was shot and it looks like it's on like your your mom's like iphone 7 you know from way back in the day in a dark room yeah and they're able to literally give them back detail in the shadows and the highlights and make it like a 1080p footage and blow it up which is crazy so if you ever downloaded like you know those clips for your your content or whatever and it's kind of crappier quality yeah. you can literally make it nice again or like think about how oftentimes gifs are in really <sighs> shitty quality Terrible. you can Terrible. upscale that yeah they call this project res up it's basically upscaling the image but also thinking about That's a little better name <laughs> <laughs> yeah right that one's good let's say you had you know an old footage or let's say you had old footage of you like when you were a baby like you could upscale that or wow. Or let's say you had a 1080p video or even a 4K video and you wanted to zoom in to a specific part of the video by like 400%. Even if it's shot in 4K, the image is still gonna be, you know, a little bit not great quality. And you can just use this to like upscale the image. Now, let me let me ask you this, because I we've talked so much about AI and how it's gonna potentially benefit the creator community and the economy. Um, does AI make art less authentic with how easy it is to create? I think it depends on how much AI is used to make whatever art you are making. Okay. There's certain artists, right? Like the people that were doing the demos, this graphic designer is like, I can create this same image. I have the knowledge and the tools and the creativity to make this final image. It's just going to take me way longer. So I think in that sense, like, if you're able to actually create that final image, it's just gonna take you a lot longer. Or if you're only using it to like get rid of distractions, like we were talking about, or like enhancing the audio, like I think that's fine. 
I think where you get into a sticky situation is you're just maybe typing something in and then calling it your own because of what you typed in. That's what I was going to ask you. So like with mid-journey, right? Yeah. I don't consider that, like if someone's whole feet was a mid-journey thing, I'd yeah. be like, dude, you're great at typing words. You're good at mid-journey. You're great at mid-journey. You're not an artist. Right? That's what I, that's how I feel. And, and I think that we... We have to look at all of these tools that are popping out as um, weapons in our arsenal and yeah. how you can add them to make your current stuff faster. I think that if you resist it, we're going to look in two or three years and there's going to be a kid that's like 16 and he's going to make a movie using AI in his living room yeah. with like actors, you know, seriously, I think that like that is the route that it's going to go. Uh, and so I think that we have to look at what's happening and see what we can add and what makes sense for us. But I, I still think that people are going to crave authenticity at the end of the day. Yeah. I think that like, um, I saw, this is very interesting on the topic of AI. There was an interview that Colin and Samir did with the CEO of YouTube. And he was talking about how there, there was a creator right now that has chosen to become like an avatar. And so this person is now no longer front facing. It is their avatar in like an a, like a, it's like Pixar imagine, yeah. you know, like Pixar kind of situation. And so they're coming up with this content, putting it out there. And he had a very interesting take because he said, you know, well, there's an appetite for it. People are consuming it, right? And that's why it, it's a thing. But I think still at the end of the day, you're going to want to learn and watch people that are like like rocks. You're going to want to watch real fucking people yeah. do the thing, talk about the thing. Um, because at the end of the day, I think we're all we're all trying to connect more. Yeah. And I think as we continue to get more digital in this digital world, we're going to crave real life, real person things even more in the next two, three, five, ten 10 years. And I even noticed it with, um, with Mr. Beast last video, this is a little off topic, but his video, the last one he posted was the most viewed one in 24 hours. It's a non music video. That video had far less cuts than his other previous videos. And so it was a little slower. If you go watch it back and you watch another one, much slower paced. And I, I think that people as a whole, I think we're getting, um, we're getting like fatigue from yeah. all that shit from like, boom, boom, like all the effects and like all the crazy shit. It's like, who are you? What are you about? You know, what are you trying to teach me today? Or yeah. what are we going to talk about? I think that that's always going to prevail as like that authenticity. So I'm curious to see what, you know, what, what did Chase say? Chase had an interesting comment on this. Shout out Chase. He's in Seoul right now. Dude's holding it down dude. for the, he's in Korea, dude. <laughs> Crazy. He, he just randomly texts us and says, can't pod this week going to Korea. Yeah. So, hey, shout out to Chase. He's out there with Hyundai and Genesis chefing up some stuff. He just posted a crazy photo of jets flying overhead. I didn't see it. I thought it was real, but it's Photoshop, <laughs> but it looks real. That's funny. Yeah. It's, I'm like, dude, are they shooting Top Gun out in Korea with these, with these Genesis cars? What does Chase say? So this is a direct quote from Chase. Mm. Could go either way. I feel like AI mid-journey generative fill expands your imagination of what's possible, which makes for more art. But if it's used because you were lazy when shooting or you actually have no skill, then it hurts. I think AI used with someone skilled and capturing cool shit like Jeremiah's chain smoker video is rad and adds to the art. And I agree with that, right? Like I see his chain smokers video and he yeah. used it as an element. I can exactly. I consider that art. I still it's like this. He still shot a crazy good video, had to light it like that's still art. Yeah, I think when like you're saying you're good at mid journey. You're yeah. not like a graphic designer. Yeah. If you couldn't go chef that up and yeah. you know put it together and you're just typing in words, 
I, I just don't, yeah, I don't think that that's, Keon, what do you think in the corner? Yeah, over so the I, got, corner. I got a few things to say. Like one, I mean, okay, sure, AI can make some cool art, this and that, but at the end of the day, as a creator, like you really just want to have fun. Like I'm, I, I want to be a creator because I want to make things that I enjoy, that I'm passionate about, that I think people relate to. I don't want to fucking learn how to use a robot to make a fucking painting. Like I just don't care about that. So it's not like, even if that is consumed in a way, I don't think that many people are going to want to lean into that too much, but I agree. Like it is a tool and it should be a fun way to make your videos better. And as far as the like authenticity part that you were saying, I mean, that's why I love Barstool, bro. Like Barstool to me, like they're just so raw. They're so, it's like not super high production, but it's like, you know, it's decent, but, um, and I just love it because it's just so human and it's so relatable. Yeah. And I think that's what, that's, what's going to prevail, you know, is people are going to like, I, I even watch, I'm starting to watch these like longer YouTube vlogs again, which mm. I feel like I fell out of. I, I haven't really consumed longer form content and actually listen to it and not put it into X speed in a really long time. And not like scrub through yeah, it. Yeah, not scrub through it. Shout out Jayhawk. I watched Jayhawk's vlog the other day of his Kando trip. It's fucking long and I loved it. I just sat and I'm like, this is my time to just kick it, de-stress and watch Sick. this fucking dude's video. And I'm just vibing on the couch, just yeah. like enjoying a nice 15 minute video. And it feels good to not have to be like, what's up guys we're going to sony kando it's yeah. like shut the fuck up yeah. dude <laughs> like you know what i mean it's just like i just getting to hang out with him yeah. and like go get his coffee and shit and like i i think that's why jack's content also does so well totally it's it's, it's like you know it, it's humanizing it's shit that we all do we go to the grocery store we go to work out and that is part of the human experience yeah not um you know and i don't know i i'm so curious to see where the next one, two, three years ago yeah. in our space because I think it, it's a little scary to yeah. be honest. I think it's a little scary. Well, dude, they I filmed something with Adobe there mm -hmm. and they made me play a game like 3D or not. And so they basically showed me seven or eight images and they were like, was this like AI generated or not? And I got, I believe I got five out of seven correct. Come on, that eight, that's Which, passing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did good, you but passed it, the test. But it's still really scary to think that it wasn't a hundred percent. Like there was images where I was like, is that AI? I have no idea. You know, it was crazy too. What, um, what I heard on Colin and Samir is they were saying that someone had done a deep fake of them and yeah. it was for a casino gambling, yeah. like fake shit or whatever. Um, but I think that we're, we're surprised at how many people will fall for stuff like that, yeah. you know, that they can get scammed from stuff like that. And so just be mindful as this as the years totally. go on and really double check and say like is this coming from the 505 pod yeah. or is this some crazy fake account yeah. um, because dude you never know like in i i assume in the next year shit's gonna happen like that to us that's gonna be really scary when yeah. it does happen because i know i think it will i think that people there's always gonna be shitty people in the world that are gonna do stuff like that so listen you, if you hear if you hear us quote in quotes okay promoting Nikon, it wasn't us. It was you AI You know for generated. a fact it wasn't us. For a fact. <laughs> There's no debates. You know what I'm promoting? Don't Lexar get, cards, link in the bio. Don't get any ideas <laughs> if you're thinking about doing so much. Keon, do you have a quote for us? Yeah, give me the quote, dog. I do actually have a quote. What Let's do we go. got? We got, Whew, I'm fired it, up. it kind of relates to AI a little bit, but think about this more as in terms of your accomplishments and your goals. Okay. Things that have never happened before happen all the time. Morgan Housel. Ooh, I Come like on. it, dude. So if you got big dreams and you I think, like oh, no it. one's ever done this or it's it's not achievable, this or that, man, like so many things have happened Damn. along like the timeline of life where 
people at that time would have never expected that to become a thing and that shit happens all the time so be the anomaly dude you don't gotta be great to start but you gotta start to be great mm. come on baby awesome. hey, is it awesome. one day or day one come dude. on dude <laughs> ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in to episode 83 of the 505 pod if you're still here please help the boys dude let's get 100 likes on this episode Ooh. hit that subscribe button and we'll see y'all next week peace peace